Next on Making Sense of the Madness, one entrepreneur decided to take on Big Pharma. There's also an alternative to the Chinese Communist Party. We're going to question the mainstream narrative and expose media propaganda right now. Well, Foster Colson is the founder and chairman of the wellness company. Foster, thank you so much for joining us. Can you take us back to when this was just an idea and, and you were thinking about starting it? I've had several doctors on the program who are part of your, your group and really believe with their heart and soul about what you're doing. So I want to find out what was the inspiration? Yeah, wonderful, Sean. Thanks for having me on your show. So it actually all started back in early 2022, um, actually, sir, we can take a step back when uh, 2020 happened. You know, before COVID, I was actually very focused on environmental investing and, and being a, an entrepreneur with a few different companies. Um, COVID hit in 2020. I think we all kind of uh, had to really think about what we were doing in life, and, and it really hit me personally. Um, I ended up meeting Dr. Vladimir Zelenko, who was one of the, the doctors at the forefront and standing up for what was honest and real and right. And he really opened my eyes to just a level of corruption and evil that was going on and the control and the censorship and misinformation and everything else, whatever you want to call it. And so I, I helped um, Dr. Zelenko bring his original business to life, which was his, his Zelenko protocol. Uh, from there, we had continually talked about how we could try and build that pair, really build that parallel health system where we could have doctors that people trust. Uh, we can try and have programs to help people get off pharmaceuticals. So in early 2022, with, with Zev, I, I met some uh, other amazing physicians that ended up being some of our founding team members, uh, Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Harvey Risch. Dr. Heather Gessling, Dr. Richard Ammerling, uh, and we all got together and, and we had many conversations about what does the future of healthcare look like? I mean, there is a huge credibility issue right now with the doctor-patient relationship. And that was really all of us coming together to form what we believe is an answer to what's been happening and try and bring great doctors, have great natural products backed by science, have great uh, media and education and an entity that people can feel like when they go talk to them that they can trust what they're seeing, reading, and hearing. So there's the problem is lack of trust. And can you go back to the problem and dig into it a little bit more about Big Pharma's influence on the healthcare system and why we don't have that trust anymore? Yeah, I think Big Pharma's job, you know, they're, they've been built on, on a business of keeping people sick. I mean, that's how they profit. And so when you really pull back the layers and, <clears throat> and you realize the other virtual care companies, um, other product companies, even the retailers, they're all just vending machines and Pez dispensers for big pharma. They own them all, whether directly or inadvertently. And so for us, it was really important to try and, again, structure an entity where we had programs to help you deprescribe because right now we are an overprescribed nation. And I think... <clears throat> That's part of the problem and why in 2005, you look at the U.S. spent $2 trillion on healthcare. Well, now in 2021, they're spending $4.2 trillion. I mean, all we're doing is, is we are a population that's getting older and getting sicker and it's costing more to try and keep people healthy. And we need to fight that. And that's what we're trying to fight as a company. Right. I don't think that number just went up because of inflation or just because of the demographics. <laughs> I think there's just a big push to get people to spend more on it, and it's always just a Band-Aid. It's not a permanent solution. Uh, so tell me about the doctors. You, you mentioned a few names, the founding members. But what are Name some other people who are part of this that we might know, and what do they bring to the table? What are their unique skill sets? But what's the, the thread that ties them all together as far as philosophy? Yeah, so what was really important to me is you need to have medical leaders at the forefront of, I believe, a healthcare business. Um, and we need to try and find people that have proven that they'll do the right thing, even when it's the tough thing. 
And so trying to find a group of doctors that could help lead this company was really important to me that we chose the right ones because, you know, there's a lot of people that stood up kind of, you know, they put their hand kind of halfway up. There's a lot of people coming out now, but, you know, now it's a lot easier uh, to come out uh, against the narrative. And so all of our doctors were out from the very beginning. They were in the trenches. They were speaking at events and rallies. And, and to me, they really showed that they'll give up their livelihood for to protect the patient-doctor relationship and to do what's right for, for patients. And so to have them leading the company from a medical point of view and educating all of our doctors, and we have over 50 doctors now in the company. We provide service in all 50 states. To be able to go and educate our doctors weekly about the latest protocols and, and ways that we can treat our patients as a group and what's working and what's not working, that the level of communication that we have with our doctors um, is really exceptional. And I think we're continuing to build on that. Some of our other team members that we have, Dr. Paul Alexander uh, is part of the Wellness Company Canada that we just launched, along with Dr. Julie Panassi, Dr. Roger Hodgkinson, uh, Dr. Mark Trozzi, and Dr. William Mackis. So we have, again, another group of amazing doctors, and, and we're all coming together as a united family under the Wellness Company to really try and be that, that brain trust um, to tackle some of these you know, latest and greatest concerns. I mean, we, you take spike protein, for an example, and we spend a tremendous amount of time on that topic on what's the best way to treat it. I mean, you know, we do have a natural product that we created with nanokinase that there's many studies out now showing that nanokinase can help neutralize spike protein, but uh, other treatment pathways, even with doctors, with other natural products. So, you know, we, we are tackling some of the hottest topics right now that are creating some of the, the largest concerns from a health perspective as a united group, which I think is what we need to do right now. It is so needed. And once again, going back to the problem, it's that lack of trust because of the corruption and the solution is credibility. So it makes sense to me that you assembled doctors who have that credibility and passed the litmus test when it mattered. They were right on the biggest issue when it mattered. Uh, so, And it's refreshing to know that there are even 50 doctors out there uh, who are like that, uh, you know, and to get them all in one place is important because uh, people are, feel like they're trying to find a needle in a haystack. Uh, let's play the video uh, to just help explain the wellness company story a little bit. And then when we come back, uh, I want to ask you a little bit more about the different products, services, and, and just how, how it works with the education. So let's, let's roll that video and we'll talk about it as soon as we get back. I remember the first meeting that I had with our chief medical team and I said to them, I said, life comes down, you're going to be judged by the choices that you make. And when the choice to start this company came up, it was a no brainer because we all need to fight for what we believe in and we need to strive for something. I'm Dr. Heather Gessling. I'm a family medicine physician. I am the chief operating officer for the medical team at the wellness company. We strive to base all of our decisions on science and the lack of unbiased science in the last two years is one of the catalysts that has brought about the wellness company. My role in the wellness company is going to be largely one of education and re-education of our physician corps who are going to be administering medicine to large numbers of people, we hope, under our guidance, okay? We are not going to be telling them how to practice, but we are going to be telling them how to approach the patient in a different way. And that way involves returning to the first principles of medicine, which are the basic sciences. Myself and the wellness company rely on data, scientific data, to drive critical decisions. But importantly, we must consider all available sources of data. Everything's on the table. Nutrition is basically what we put in our bodies. And you can imagine what we put in our bodies really matters. And nutrition science is going to play a giant role in the data-driven uh, decisions and treatment plans that we devise at the Wellness Company. So I'm Dr. Jen Vandewater. I'm a doctor of pharmacy. 
I graduated pharmacy college in 2006. I worked mostly for retail pharmacies, and through the years I noticed that um, it became very robotic. The pharmacy industry was no longer about patient care, and it became more fill prescriptions, um, give uh, shots, anything you could do just to keep busy. It wasn't, there was no time for patient interaction and patient well-being. But while I was there, I was still seeing that people were on lots and lots and lots of medications. So as I was watching doctors prescribe more and more, I thought, well, how can I assist and help the patient? Realize they may be on too many medications. Current medical practice is so completely off the rails that it almost has to be destroyed and rebuilt from the ground up because we have allowed ourselves to be taken over by pharma for the most part. Most doctors just prescribe, they treat numbers as opposed to patients, they don't reverse disease, they maintain chronic disease. This is all wrong. Our approach is wrong. Our approach to these diseases is wrong. It is all based on giving a pill to treat a number. That, that is what modern medicine has become. We are not treating patients, we are treating numbers. It's always been said that an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. And if we can prevent an illness, we can prevent suffering, uh, potentially hospitalization, progression of disease, and death. So prevention is absolutely critical. I see creating an integrated healthcare system that focuses on prevention versus being reactive. I see a company that's going to continue to have amazing products and put third-party products on our store and in our platform that are vetted by some of the best physicians in the world. What makes the wellness company's approach unique is that we're coming at different angles. We're not just coming into one area of health, we're coming into education. We're coming into training even providers on what health actually looks like. We've been kind of confused and misguided through the years, so the wellness company is hitting it in a way that nobody else has hit it before. We have to go back to treating patients and getting them healthy again and maintaining that state of good health. I truly am inspired to leave the world a better place than I came in. I want to create that change. I want to help people. Grow in what you know about your health. Your health is yours. You own your body. We want to just guide you in that so that you can make the right decisions for your health. And I'm excited to tell you that we're here and we're bringing you the best. The world is about to shift. Banks are going cashless globally with the emergence of central bank digital currency, which will bring with it programmable money and the ability to turn on or off your purchasing power based on your digital social profile. It's like the equivalent of spyware in your bank account. You need to get out of the system with the world's safest and most private assets, silver and gold. Call Kirk Elliott, PhD, 720-605-3900. Cardio Miracle is the finest and most comprehensive nitric oxide and vitamin D supplement in the world. Made from the highest quality ingredients, Cardio Miracle is driven and backed by science and committed to your health and well-being. Get your 60-day, no-risk, money-back guarantee now at CardioMiracle.com. We are talking to the founder of the wellness company. So Foster, can you tell us a little bit about what people are going to find? They click on the link in the description below and, and go to the wellness company website. Uh, walk us through the customer journey there of how they can get the most out of what you have to offer. Yeah, I appreciate that, Sean. So when you go to our website, which is twc.health, uh, you can go and, and you can either talk to one of our amazing doctors right away. You can also look at some of our natural products. Uh, we treat uh, things like long COVID. We, we treat vaccine reactions. We have vaccine exemption letters. Uh, we also have some really great memberships that can help you save. And one of our, our actually newest memberships we just launched is, is our One Wellness membership. And you actually um, have a monthly price, which is $199 a month. You have unlimited access to our virtual care. 
You have unlimited access to our, our Freedom from Pharma program to help you deprescribe, to help you get healthy. You also have unlimited supplements where you can go and um, um, uh, buy some of our supplements that are part of the program. And we're just getting ready to roll out our, our own pharmaceutical program so that uh, we actually capture your pharmaceuticals too. So it's kind of all in one and all encompassing. And that to me is, is really um, how we need to relook at this, Sean. This needs to be more of a, a well care based approach because really if, if we do a good job at preventative care, uh, hopefully that means we don't have to be as reactive and we're not, we're trying to build our business on being preventative and trying to be incentivized to keep you healthy and keep you well, because that's really our goal as a company. And that's what we're trying to achieve. There's just so much that you do. It's, it's hard to wrap your head around it because <laughs> when I first heard of your company, I heard of some products and then I also heard of the telemedicine. But now that you're describing what it is, it sounds like a complete parallel system to the existing system. And it you is. help people transition off of the old system onto this new wellness theme system. But can you walk us through the virtual care? Uh, how does that work? Yeah. So we actually just rolled out a brand new platform and you can, can log in into our site. It's all HIPAA compliant and extremely secure. And we have a really great cyber team. And uh, you can go right in. You can, can talk about, list what your, your concern is. You can talk, easily talk to one of our doctors. We've made it very intuitive and very easy to use. And um, of course, that was really important for us because there's a lot of overly complex systems out there. So whether it's with uh, a cough or long COVID or something that you might need a pharmaceutical for that might be a little bit more in depth. Uh, our doctors can help. They can handle it. We've even gone to the point, Sean, that we can order labs and send a phlebotomist to your house uh, to do lab work if we need to. So it was really important for us that we made it really easy on our customers to, to interface and, and be a part of our ecosystem and our business. And we have a lot of really great tools that our doctors have. And how, how does that work? They, they log in and then to talk to uh, a doctor, are they assigned a, a random person who's available? Uh, or do they chat? Is it email based? Is it a video? How, how does it work? It's, it, it's video. So um, we are in the process of getting ready to roll out physical clinics. It's really important to us because truly building a parallel system, you need to be physical and virtual. Uh, but you know, even on the virtual side, it's really important that it's at least on video so that our doctors can physically see the patient. Uh, I mean, you try and diagnose the best you can, uh, over the internet online. Um, and so that was, um, that was important when we made the decision not to just do text or not to do off camera. And we have a portal. It's really easy for our patients to, to get into the portal. Um, a lot of our members already have profiles, so it's the click of a button. And we've tried to, to put true, good doctors at people's fingertips. And, and, I, and I think we That's need to right amazing. now because, you know, the health of this country, it's really in jeopardy. And I mean, you look at, again, more of that over-prescribing model or whatever you link to it. But I mean, one in 32 kids have autism today, which is a staggering number. They're saying by 2030, one in three is that linked to overprescribing? Is that linked to early childhood vaccines? I mean, you know, seeing data of, of injecting mRNA into our food supply. I mean, are, are they trying to make us eat the vaccines, right? Newborn babies with myocarditis. I mean, this is why I, I was adamant to, to start a company like this because we have to stand up and fight. And we as a company and, and some of these examples, they're what fuels me and the wellness company and our amazing world-class team to try and get up every day and make a difference because doctors are, are the gateway to a lot of the health decisions that you make. And so finding really great people that you can talk to and interface with, and again, having great products that you can actually have trust and faith in that it's, it's not just made up or, or, you know, people are making a lot of false claims. Those things are really important. Yeah. You have such a world-class lineup of doctors who've been vetted. Uh, of course, 
you're not going to bring on someone less than world class because the other people don't want to be associated with uh, mm-hmm. others who who are beneath their level. To be honest, I mean, uh, you got to keep the the standard pretty high. Uh, so that's good to know that if a person does sign up and does do the virtual care, that they're going to get one of those fifty uh, doctors that have been vetted, and then to to get the video call with them. Uh, how does that work? Is it what's the turnaround time like to, once you make a request? Uh, a, a lot of times, I mean, you can go into our portal and go right into the scheduling system. So, um, a lot of times, it's same day appointments that you can have and and you can make. And we also have available customer service representatives if if the portal is too complex, possibly at sometimes for some people. So they can call our customer service and they can help walk them through it to schedule an appointment and. Um, we, we've, again, really tried to focus on the simplicity and the easy-to-use system and have doctors that are also educated on our natural products, too. Uh, you'd be surprised. We're getting a tremendous amount of people reaching out, even about long COVID and, I mean, even exemption letters. We write a tremendous amount. And uh, a lot of examples actually go to kids that some of them just want to run track in high school and they don't want to get vaccinated. That's how bad it's gotten. And it's horrible yeah. what's happening right now in the school systems. And so if we can help uh, some of these students get exemption letters, um, it's, it's completely worth doing. And there's nobody else oh, out there sure. really doing it. It's, it's so hard to figure it out uh, when you have an obstacle like that where the bureaucracy somewhere in a corporation or the government is stopping you from taking the next step because of this requirement that, that they make you think it's a requirement, but in reality... You can get an exemption and they will honor it if, you, if you're able to find it, right? So this is a, a huge value uh, and something I can relate to because uh, my wife is applying to get a green card for the USA and they're trying to require a vaccine just to do the interview to get the green card to, you know, to be an American and, and to move to the United States. Uh, so even though you don't need a vaccine to, to be an American or to travel to the United States anymore, they just dropped that. There's still these lingering requirements within the administrative state. Uh, so this is such a huge value. Uh, tell me about the deprescribing. Uh, what's the name of that system again? And uh, how does it work? Yeah. So we have a, a, a part of our business that we call Freedom from Pharma. And it was actually developed by Dr. Jen Vanderwater, who was uh, in the pharmaceutical industry. And she was a pharmacist. And And she got disgusted by just the pill writing that goes on and pill pushing. And the fact that they are pharmacies are basically just those vending machines, Pez dispensers um, for customers. And so we developed this program along with our doctors and, and we brought in some amazing freedom fighting pharmacists as well, who also did the same thing. They stood up when it was the right thing, but it was the hard thing to do to quit their jobs and we, we built out a program where you can meet with our doctors, our, our natural health consultants, our naturopaths, and actually build a roadmap on trying to deprescribe some of the pharmaceuticals people are on. You know, the sickness is, is just, it's staggering sometimes. You have people, they're on, right? They, they start on one, two, three pharmaceuticals, and then it's like now they need more pharmaceutical drugs because of the ones they're on, and suddenly... You look up and, you know, you're six, seven, eight different pharmaceuticals every single day. And so our job is to basically build a team around you that can help you build out your roadmap. Sometimes it's six, sometimes it's 12 months in order to help you deprescribe off your pharmaceuticals. And it's also been an extremely tremendous program. And we have a lot of really great testimonials of people that have been through the program or currently on the program that have given great, amazing feedback about what a difference it makes. Because you oh, know, I, can I think at the end of the day, nobody wants their body to be owned by big pharma. And when you're on that many drugs, they essentially own your body. They own your health. They own your body. And our job as a company, as this specific program, is to help you regain your health sovereignty and help you try and live a, a healthier, happier, less prescribed life. Yeah, some of the side effects from these pharmaceuticals, you take other pharmaceuticals to deal with the side effects and it just, mm-hmm. it just snowballs and before you know it, you're, you're dependent uh, on that system. Uh, so to get people 
you know, unplugged from that matrix is, is, is amazing and it can save money. So it's like, if people actually go and, and see what's there on the website and, and get signed up, it costs $200 a month for, from what you were uh, describing one of the services, but it potentially could save you more than $200 a month if you de-prescribe from expensive medications. So we're running out of time and, here, and, Foster. And, I wanted and, you to tell me, oh. uh, you can follow up on that, but then after that, can you tell me about your, your most popular um, products and supplements and, and, and just to, to, to wrap up on, on those products? Yeah, and, and sorry about that. Um, yeah, and, and that's actually where I, where I was leading to. Um, that's one of our programs, which is our One Wellness program uh, for One Wellness members. We also have generic wellness memberships uh, for, for $9.99 a month that help you give reduced care and discounts on our products. And I think the important thing, the way we look at our memberships, because you can, you can buy a product and see a doctor without, a, without being a member. Uh, that's just a, an important part of the way we built the business. But memberships are really helping us build that parallel system. So not only are they giving you um, more cost-effective pricing across our, our portfolio of all, and our offerings, what they're doing is we reinvest every single penny back into the business to try and, and um, build that system that we're talking about that's needed that I think everybody wants. Uh, of course, from a product point of view, some of our, our products in the natural side that are, are helping a lot of people is our spike formula. So its, it's uh, main ingredient is nanokinase. And it um, has a, many studies out there now. We publish all of our studies on our website. And it's helping neutralize spike protein. We also have uh, a really amazing healthy heart product that was developed by uh, one of our chief medical board members, uh, Dr. Peter McCullough. Uh, who is a cardiologist, probably one of the best out there. Um, and then we have other great products for sleep. We have great products for diabetes. Um, so osteoporosis with, with you know, bone-based products. So I encourage everybody to go and have a look at our site. And, and if you have questions, you can reach out to us. You can actually ask our doctors uh, a question about our supplements if you need to, if you want to. Um, you can talk to our customer service about them. And, and so... Um, we've really tried to focus on core products that, that are, are different than what a lot of other people have that really try and create a, a lot of value and can really help you. Oh, for sure. To have a thought leader like Dr. Peter McCullough helping with the company, doing that thought leadership, but also the formulation for, for a product, uh, that's invaluable uh, because he's one of those people that you mentioned who gained credibility during all of this. So thank you for coming on, Foster. I'll give you the last word about uh, how people can connect with you uh, on social media or, or wherever. Any final action steps for people to take? Yeah, thanks, Sean. And, and I really appreciate you having me on your show today. And you can go to our website at twc.health, not .com, .health. And we welcome um, as many new um, supporters and customers and people that we can create value for and, and help deprescribe and help see good doctors and have good products and, and help us really build that parallel system that we all need right now. So uh, I really thank you for having me on your show and, and uh, it's much appreciated. God bless Foster. Really like what you're doing. And I, I think it's very ambitious for you to create a complete parallel uh, healthcare wellness care system, but uh, you're making it happen and it's really growing a lot. So thank you for coming on and doing what you do. Next up, we are going to talk to a person, an anchor for a news organization talking about an alternative to the Chinese Communist Party as soon as we get back. Whether it's a daughter or a son looking for help and next steps for their aging parents or grandparents, or if it's just you out there that's confused as to when do you trigger certain type of services that can fit your situation. We partner with people all across the nation as to how to help fill in the gaps for our clients. So if you have a question about one of these services and when to trigger it, call Grave Care today because we have an advocate for you that can help you with your specific need.
Well, Nicole Tsai is an anchor for the new Federal State of China Speaks show. Nicole, thank you for joining us. Tell me about your journey growing up in China and ultimately coming to America. Thank you so much for having me, and、uh, it's great to be here. So、uh, I'm one of the 600 million followers of the NFSE, the new Federal State of China, co-founded by Mr. Mao Zedong, CCP enemy number one, and Mr. Steve K. Bannon on June 4th, 2020. So、uh, the coming, the next Sunday will be our third. Anniversary. So NFSC stands for the Chinese people's yearning for freedom,、um, liberty, and rule of law. And so this movement was actually started by Miles Guo back in 2017.、Uh, it was formerly known as the Chinese Whistleblower Movement, as everybody has been, you know, watching the news closely about the three FBI whistleblowers about what they have done、um, to help this country to expose、um, uh, some of the, you know,、um, horrible things that happened to the U.S. justice、uh, system. Mr. Mao Zedong is actually the biggest whistleblower. Uh, in the Chinese history, because he was exposing and he has been ex- exposing、uh, the world's biggest dictatorship, and that is the Chinese Communist Party. And then,、um, so when he first came to the United States of America in 2017, and he didn't realize, wow, the key battleground、uh, for our movement to take down the CCP is actually not in China, not even in South China Sea or Taiwan or Hong Kong, but here in. The United States of America, and so people often ask me, "Hey, Nicole, you're Chinese. Why do you come to Americans' talk show to talk about taking down the CCP?" Well, because the CCP is right here. The CCP is in the U.S. financial markets, is in your Wall Street, Silicon Valley, Hollywood, universities and colleges, and also inside the. DOJ and FBI, because this country's justice system has already been weaponized by the CCP to go after political dissidents, including the Chinese whistleblowers. So this is why I'm I'm very、uh, appreciative of coming here、uh, to to talk to the American audiences. And、um, so let's be realistic that the CCP is now outside of the border; it's inside the gate, and it is each and every American responsibility. To expose the CCP,、uh, their infiltration and their influence on the U.S. Uh, uh, entities, because we're losing this country. Isn't there another reason why you come on the American shows? Because if you went on a Chinese show, you would be imprisoned. Absolutely, and this is the reason why I personally have not been back to China for over twenty years. And Mr. Mao Zedong, CCP enemy number one, and.、Um, Um, all of our members who are living in the United States of of, of America every day, we fear our、uh, our loved ones back in China. We fear for their life because the CCP could be persecuting our loved ones back in China for what we do here, and that's why we're coming to the American,、uh, you know, talk shows and to talk about the CCP is not just going after us. They're not just going after the Chinese dissidents, but they're going after. President Trump, they're go, they're going after General Flynn, they're going after many American patriots because the CCP does not want this country to stay strong, to stay independent of the CCP's、uh, weaponization, and so this is the reason why that we have to speak up because、um, you know the CCP has already been well recognized as America's largest and the most threatening existential threat. To the national security. Well, the Chinese government certainly has a lot of resources—not just money, not just military, but intelligence assets and so forth. And like you said, not just within the borders of China. So there must be a risk, even in the U.S.,、uh, a safety risk for you and others to to talk about this because、uh, there are Chinese assets who are looking to target dissidents, even in the United States. Absolutely, and this is exactly the reason why our leader and founder, Mr. Mao Zedong, he he went to jail. He was he's now currently being detained at the Metropolitan Detention Complex in Brooklyn, New York, because the CCP has mounted over seventy lawsuit 
against Mr. Mao's goal in America's courthouses, all funded by CCP's money and through the CCP's American proxies. Because the CCP, if they fail to silence Mr. Mao's goal, they will try to use the lawfare to destroy him. And that's why they forced Ms. Moscow to claim bankruptcy in, uh, in the United States of America. And then the, the SEC pressed false charges against Moscow on a $1 billion fraud, yet they cannot produce a single name of the real victim. And, um, so this is like real. This is a reality. I'm not making this up. You can go to the PACER and look up for the court documents to show that Mr. Moscow is the biggest target of the CCP's weaponization of this country's justice system. So we fear for Mr. Moscow's life, and we we also fear for uh, another very important member of our movement, Yvette Wang. She's also being uh, uh, jailed, and uh, they both are jailed without bail. You know what? The CCP secret police operatives in Manhattan, they got arrested and they got bailed out instantly on the same day. Yet CCP enemy number one, and this is the CCP's most formidable enemies, the dissidents, um, Yvette Wang and Mr. Moskow cannot be bailed out. So this is wow. a very alarming, deeply disturbing that's a that's a really good litmus test because we saw that Black Lives Matters and Antifa uh, operatives uh, were bailed out immediately, and the January six yeah. dissidents uh, and the nonviolent uh, offenders were not given bail. So we can see uh, from that a, a clear distinction. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, I want to ask you about the CCP. How you know only political party in China is it popular? Do people support it? Uh, what's going on inside China right now? We'll talk about that as soon as we get back. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your continued support. With everything going on right now, your rest is so important. That's why we're having the biggest my pillow sale ever. Not only are my bed pillows as low as $19.98, but you can get the best body pillows ever. Regular $89.98, now only $29.98. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Please order now while quantities last. We are talking to Nicole Tsai about the Chinese Communist Party. Nicole, can you describe what it's like? I know that you're not on the ground in China, but you probably have contacts there. Uh, tell me what it's like as far as how the CCP uh, political party system works. The average person, uh, are they a member of the Chinese Communist Party? How do they participate? Is it popular? Do people support uh, the president for life, Xi Jinping? And what's the opposition movement like there? Well, I believe uh, you have a lot of uh, listeners or viewers who have traveled to China as a tourist or as visitors. They probably have um, some kind of firsthand experience with what is what it is like living in communist China. First of all, you don't have uh, free access to all the uh, website, including the news media in in this country, because people have to in China have to use the VPN, the virtual private network, to circumvent the internet firewall in order to have access to the freedom of information. So um, people in China do not have freedom of speech because every speech has to be uh, sanctioned uh, or to be compliant with the government uh, regulation, and that's why people in China have their social credit score everybody got a score it's like your social credit uh you know uh social security number everybody would be signed a number based on your speech and then um people you know they don't have the freedom to go to churches temples and or mosques or or you know synagogues uh unless they're sanctioned by the ccp and the ccp is the only um legitimate political party 
in communist China, they don't have an opposition party, and people don't have the real voting、uh, rights to elect、uh, the government. The CCP is not a legitimate government representation of the 1.4 billion Chinese people, and nobody voted them into power. They usurped the power,、uh, you know, of the ROC, the Republic of China, and forced the legitimate. Government representation of the Chinese people to Taiwan, so that's why Xi Jinping and the CCP dictatorship cannot stand having Taiwan、uh, and people in Taiwan to enjoy their freedom and a rule of law. So living under、um, the CCP's dictatorship is like living in the world of ninety eighty four. There's no freedom of speech, no freedom of press, no freedom of thought, and it's big government overarching. And、uh, I remember when I was a little girl,、uh, all the student, primary school student, even kindergarten student, we started to receive indoctrination, not education, forced upon us by the CCP through the state-sanctioned、uh, education system. And so they teach you they they don't teach you、uh, the real history about、uh, the Chinese civilization, about our ancestors.、Uh, they taught us about you know what the Marxism. Leninist and、uh, the Russian Revolution, and、um, so the, so this is how they bring the CCP brainwash the Chinese people. A lot of the Chinese people, when they first、uh, left communist China and came to the free world, they sometimes have to experience a cultural shock because everything that they had been told to, they found, hey, these are not facts. The these are total lies, and so.、Um, but you know, let's talk about. Why the CCP has continued to、uh, exist and actually thrive over the last several decades? I mean,、um, it's the Americans' uh, presidents, uh, George Bush,、uh, George W. Bush, and Clinton, who assisted the CCP's entry to the WTO and allowed the CCP to、um, be part of the global trade system, and never hold the CCP accountable for violating the in- international rules. And America's Wall Street invested tons of money into the CCP state-owned、uh, enterprises, and America's law firm、uh, and SEC allowed the CCP's state-owned companies that that threats America's national security to be listed in the U.S. stock market, scamming hundreds of billions of dollars for American people's pension fund, fund and 401k. I mean, last week there was a congressional hearing held by the.、Um, House Select Subcommittee on the Chinese Communist Party, chaired by Congressman Mike Gallagher, and、um, you know there were great testimonies about how the CCP has weaponized the U.S. financial market and、uh, capitalist to to its own advantage. And when CCP got enough money and technology, all funded by the Americans' taxpayer dollar through America's failed policy on the CCP, they got more economic mu-、uh, muscle and military might to expand globally. And that's why you have seen the CCP's one road, one belt、uh, system. And、uh, so this is like a very, very troubling situation. I mean, the 1.4 billion Chinese people are leaving the real tragic consequences. Of America's failed policy on the CCP. Let's remember the CCP does not represent the Chinese people, and they don't equal to the Chinese people. And but America's policy has been giving the most favored treatment to the CCP, and enabling and empowering the CCP to continue the oppression of the Chinese people. So, if it wasn't for the West and these proxies, as you called them,、uh, then the Chinese Communist Party probably would have collapsed on itself a long time ago. How does this work? How, how does the, how did the Chinese how does the Chinese government get bribe, coerce,、uh, blackmail?、Uh, I don't know how, how it works, but can you explain that system of capturing these elite、uh, decision makers? Absolutely, you are absolutely,、uh, you absolutely nail it. I mean, there was one time that the CCP could have fallen, just like uh, the uh, regimes in, in the Eastern Bloc and、uh, the communism in the former Soviet Union back in nineteen eighty nine. 
Um, so we saw the disintegration of the communism in the Eastern Bloc and in the former Soviet Union during the Cold War. But the CCP did not fall because the American president, uh, George W. Bush, did not want the CCP to fall. Right after the Tiananmen massacre, when the, um, when the international community uh, had a frosty relationship with the CCP. Uh, George W. Bush sent uh, his national security advisor on a secret trip to Beijing and met with Deng Xiaoping, uh, the CCP paramount leader who ordered the bloody crackdown on the Tiananmen student movement. I mean, George W. Bush promised Deng Xiaoping that he would do everything in his power to normalize uh, the relationship with communist China. And the Congress was opposing to, to George W. Bush's idea. And uh, because at the time, the U.S. Congress, both House and Senate, wanted to sanction the CCP and want to froze the relationship with the CCP. But, you know, right after the Tiananmen massacre, George W. Bush saved the CCP from the blink of its collapse while the CCP was on its last leg. And you know what? Right after that, uh, George W. Bush and uh, also worked with the next president, Clinton. Uh, they advocated for the CCP's entry to the WTO, and they make a false promise to the Chinese people. Uh, they, they were saying, hey, um, you know, allowing the uh, Americans' investment and corporate America to do business with communist China will automatically bring freedom and rule of law and democracy uh, to the Chinese people, and Chinese people will be on the automatic track to freedom. Guess what? 22 years passed since CCP's entry to the WTO. The Chinese people's human rights deteriorated. The CCP dictatorship become even powerful, more powerful than ever. So yes, it is the America's uh, elites, technology, Wall Street money, and Silicon Valley uh, technology that not only saved the CCP but also empower the CCP. So how did the CCP, um, you know, became a big threat to American people's uh, way of life? It's the through the three F strategy that Mr. Mao Scott told the American public. Uh, in 2017, in a press conference in Washington, D.C., he warned the American people that the CCP had a plan to take down America, known as the 3F strategy. 3F stands for ferment weakness, ferment chaos, and ferment destruction from within. So literally, the CCP did not have to engage in a kinetic, um, uh, kinetic military confrontation to bring down America. You know, they use money to buy influence to corrupt U.S. politicians, career bureaucrats, law firms, lobbyists, um, celebrities in Hollywood and Silicon Valley to, to allow, you know, these American proxies to destroy America from within. And just look at, you know, after the CCP's entry to the WTO, how many American people have lost their jobs? I mean, America lost over up to one million good, well-paid manufacturing job to the CCP's concentration land, uh, concentration camps and slave labor. And America has lost like hundreds of billions of dollars worth of intellectual property. And American people's like, uh, you know, the wealth gap between the poor and rich uh, enlarged after the CCP's entry to the WTO. So that whole WTO enriched only the Wall Street American el el elites and the CCP, it did not, it did not benefit the Chinese people and the American people. So this is a high time for the American people to wake up to the threat, not only to the CCP, but to the CCP's infiltration and weaponization of America's uh, uh, system. Well, this topic was not talked about decades ago. People always just talked about China as an economic opportunity, as a partner, as a competitor. But now, now people are talking about an existential threat. So do you think some of these elites underestimated China's ability to amass military power and so forth over the years? Well, I don't think the elites it was being naive or they made a mistake. I think it's manufactured. It's deliberate. They know the evil nature of the communism. They know 
what is the gulag in the former Soviet Union was. They know the CCP has killed more than 100 million Chinese people uh, in the non-war time. And they know the CCP has aborted more than 400 million unborn babies. So they know the CCP is atheist is dictatorship that spares no effort to crack down on individual liberty and property. So the elite knew that. Why they still want to help the CCP uh, to enter into the WTO and never hold the CCP accountable? It's, well, it's because they want the CCP's money. They want the 1.4 billion slavery to produce the cheap iPhone. And, you know, Apple has an iPhone city in Zhengzhou with 1 million uh, underpaid Chinese slavery. They got paid like $2, two, $2 per hour. They were forced to work over 15 hours without overtime pay. There's no labor rights, no environmental protection, no regulation on labor. You know, this is like a wild west that has really enriched the corporate America and Wall Street and the American elite. So this is all manufactured. It's they were not being naive or innocent about the CCP. It's disturbing to think about it that way, but thank you for educating us. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I want to ask you about China's plans economically with the currency. They want to make the Chinese currency the global currency. Talk about that and more as soon as we get back. It's astonishing that experts were not called to help the country. In the inaugural episode of Focal Point with Alex Newman, Dr. Peter McCullough discusses the impact of COVID-19. If we had no government response and the medical community just faced it on its own, we could have avoided, I think, two-thirds of the hospitalizations and deaths. We never needed the vaccine, so they wouldn't have come out. The entire calamity would have been markedly reduced. Don't miss this historically important interview on Focal Point with Alex Newman, only on AppNews.us. Banks are supposed to be the safest placeholders for cash in the world. But in 2022, that changed. The Federal Reserve pulled out $2.5 trillion of liquidity out of the banks. And the Fed also changed the requirements so banks don't need to keep any funds on hand. This means banks are starved for liquidity and have now become very dangerous places to hold your assets. Get out of the system with the world's safest and most private assets, silver and gold. Call Kirk Elliott, Ph.D. at 720-605-3900. We are talking to Nicole Tsai about the Chinese Communist Party's attempt at hegemony. Uh, so tell me about the economic aspects. You talked about stealing intellectual property, about how you know Wall Street sold us out for China for cheap labor. But what about this whole idea of the U.S. dollar being the global reserve currency, China owning a lot of the American debt, and this plan with the BRICS and the alliance with Russia and other countries around the world uh, to compete with the dollar? Absolutely. So despite the CCP being the second largest economy in, ter in terms of the GDP next to the United States of America and also being the third largest um, trading nation after U.S. and uh, EU, the CCP's uh, currency, RMB or renminbi, actually only account for about 3% of the total global transaction. Uh, U.S. dollar still is uh, in the high dominancy, about 87 percentage. And uh, but in, since March, since March, um, the, the SWIFT data shows that the, the CCP's currency, the RMB, has increased to 4.5% for uh, the cross-border uh, in China's transaction. And that is a big increase. And we have also been seeing that the CCP is trying to internationalize the uh, currency of RMB. And especially last year, since the uh, Ukrainian uh, war, the Russia's invasion into Ukraine and the West uh, sanctioned Ru uh, Russia, that also in in increased the um, the Chinese currency, RMB, in the Russian uh, uh, reserve. So 17% 17 of the currency reserve in the in Moscow are in the form of RMB. So this is like, you know, even though that um, the uh, threat is kind of distant, um, because right now they're, they're 
account for less than 5% of the total uh, transaction in currency. But the CCB is trying to uh, to increase uh, the expansion of uh, the popularity of the RMB. And we all know that the currency stands for the strength of a nation and its resilience. And right now, America is not looking good on, on all fronts. America's foreign policy on CCP is weak. CCP is aggressive. America is weak. And uh, last Sunday at the G7 uh, summit, uh, President Biden told the entire world in the press conference, along with the G7 uh, leaders, that America's policy on the CCP is going to expect a fall in a frosty relation. And he also promised that um, U.S. will not decouple from the CCP. It will be de-risk. And so they still talk about the economic engagement uh, through diversification of the supply chain. I think when America's uh, foreign policy is weak and America's, you know, right now, uh, you know, with the Durham re- report coming out and the political uh, atmosphere also shows that America uh, is facing a lot of challenges from within that this country's DOJ and FBI, Intel community, and law enforcement have been weaponized for political gain. I mean, when you have such a divisive or uh, internal struggle, then you're not going to be appearing strong uh, outside. And this is the loophole that the CCP will try to capitalize to expand its global uh, uh, influence. So I think that how to keep the U.S., you know, dollar strong. Be tough on the CCP. Come up with a very strong policy against the CCP. And uh, so by taking a tough stand on the CCP does not mean to decouple from the Chinese people or to decouple from the 1.4 billion Chinese market. No, you're just going to work with the NFSC to overthrow the Chinese Communist Party and to create a new Federation of the Chinese people will be abiding by the same international rule and universal principle of freedom, rule of law, and justice. So American people, American companies will benefit more from doing business with the Chinese people, not with the CCP, and you will get good jobs and, you know, lower your uh, inflation and U.S., uh, you know, uh, dollar will remain your strength. And so it all boils down to how this administration will be taking um, the, you know, tackling the issue with the CCP. It is so unknown how Biden's going to continue here. Uh, but we know that Trump had a much stronger policy towards China. Thank you, Nicole, for coming on the program and sharing your perspective. People can check out your news show as well. Uh, And thank you for your great work and educating us on this important topic. And thank you all of you for watching AmpNews.us. We are America's Patriot-only network. You can join Amp Insider every Thursday, talk to our show hosts. You can get my breaking news updates at SeanMorganReport.com. God bless all you patriots. Good night and good luck. trust and should you the small untrustworthy group of people who own and control almost every industry hope you will not even entertain the questions let alone put in the time to explore the answers these two volumes of the world awakens are an encyclopedia of trusted sources who give their honest overview of our real history the world today and what lies ahead Get The World Awakens, Volume 1 and 2, signed by author John Michael Chambers for only $50 each. Or bundle the two and add Genocide Jab, all three signed hardbacks for $120. Order today at ampnews.us. For unsigned and all other formats, visit Amazon or Barnes & Noble. Genocide Jab by John Michael Chambers is now an Amazon number one bestseller. 
If you've not yet read this critically important book that exposes uncomfortable truths, you should get your copy now. Or bundle with The World Awakens Volume 1 and 2 and get a 20% discount at ampnews.us.